0: My response is that meditation costs nothing, and today there is a vast amount of information available on the Internet if one does not have access to libraries. Worldwide travel is more available and affordable than it ever has been. At the same time, you need not become an ascetic to give up everything and to live just below the snow line in the Himalayas seeking alms. There is no greater reward than treading such a path and triumphing spiritually in this challenging and material world. Juan Mascara describes this in a striking way, comparing it to reaching the top of a mountain and having the path illuminated by glimpses of light. He states, This is the great adventure and the great discovery. No one can do it for us. Until we have reached the top of the mountain, We cannot see in full glory the view that lies beyond. But glimpses of light illumine our path to the mountain. These glimpses of light give us faith, because then we know, not with the external knowledge of reading books, but with that certainty of faith that comes from moments of inner life. But if in intellectual pride or in laziness of dullness we deny the light, thereby denying ourselves, How can we avoid being in the darkness? Such studious endeavor may not provide definitive answers, but then again neither does science, nor do the religious systems of today. Indeed, anything that is definitively systematic is a less valuable path. The greater the understanding of the self, by the self, the greater the peace, the settledness, the perspective of the individual it is better to rest and be within knowledge based on fact and best evidence. This provides more accurate perspective, rather than not being at peace, embracing imposed knowledge, parameters and defined by tenets which provide none of this. Even if the scientific fraternity were to provide their Holy Grail, a unified theory, this would be of no greater benefit to mankind. Psyches remain the same, The global lack of consciousness and conscientiousness remains the same, and its revelation would be of no material value or benefit in this conflicted world. As William James states in Varieties, weight, movement, velocity, direction, position, what thin, pallid, uninteresting ideas. At one point in my research I came across someone, I forget who, that suggested that it was the easy way out of the consideration of life to contemplate on matters spiritual and religious, and to tread such a path. They suggested that the way science provided was of more solidity and more comprehensive. Naturally, I disagree, and were I to see that individual now, I would say that the easy way out was the path of solely embracing scientific tenets. Today I smile at such a comment, for the study that I have undertaken was far more arduous and transcendent than a path of scientific thought could ever provide. However, there were times when I wished that my mind could have rested cozily, comfortably and unchallenged within defined scientific tenets, and not to have to apply the profound questions that I have put to myself and to the purpose of life answers to which science could not begin to answer. Again, William James summarises this point on science aptly when he states, Science has ended by utterly repudiating the personal point of view. She catalogues her elements and her laws indifferent as to what purpose may be shown forth by them, and constructs her theories quite careless of their bearing on human anxieties and fates. Later, James refers to the difference between a rational consciousness and other forms of consciousness. He states, Our normal waking consciousness, rational consciousness as we call it, is but one special type of consciousness. Whilst all about it parted by the flimsiest of screens, there lie potential forms of consciousness entirely different. We may go through life without suspecting their existence, but apply the requisite stimulus, and at a touch they are there in all their completedness. Another similar view is given by the classic Islamic writer Al Ghazali, who stated that very stupid and ignorant would be the man who would wish to discover in them a wisdom by means of reason. But does one need to absolutely know all by definition? Perhaps this is not meant to be, but we can at very least find ourselves in a state of realized confusion, comfortable in the remaining mysteries, still always seeking and honing our thoughts and ourselves, but comfortable in our being. The first stage is to cast our gaze backwards towards antiquity, to enable us to make positive steps in the future. To my mind, it is preferable to take from the mythology of antiquity and spiritual and philosophical subjects when cross-reference across the world rather than from science which seems to have a perpetual line of thought that must conform, it seems, to some previous scientific tenet with the omission of all else.